Hello, and welcome to the Designing with Love podcast. I am your host, Jackie Pellegrin, where my goal is to bring you information, tips, and tricks as an instructional designer. Hello, GCU students and alumni. Welcome to episode four of the Designing with Love podcast. Today, I have the honor of interviewing a recent graduate of the Instructional Design Program in the College of Education. Hello, Jesse. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jackie. It's great to be here. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking some time today to join me so that I can interview you and ask some questions. So you ready to dive in? Yes, let's do it. All right. Okay. So when did you earn your master's degree in instructional design at GCU? Well, I just finished on um, about late April. It was on a Wednesday. So I count that as my last official day, but graduation is May 5th. Awesome. So it's coming up in a couple days. That's great. Yes. Yes. That's wonderful. What aspects of the program did you enjoy the most at GCU? Some of the stuff that I really enjoyed the most was um, being able to see the curriculum in um, full scope for the full, each class I was able to see um, how much was, um, I could see what the assessments were. I could see that they were building and leading on top of one another. I could see all of that. And I definitely was really thrilled that I was able to kind of like um, take ownership of my own learning as well. So being able to see being able to see everything in long term was really nice. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. So, Jesse, what kind of work do you currently do right now? I'm currently a high school English teacher. So, I teach um, currently, right now, I teach English two and English four. So, I teach sophomores and seniors. Wow. So, you get a wide range of different ages and different levels of students. So, the seniors, do they get senioritis? quite often. <laughs> yes. Right now they're annoying the beans out of me. Well, I'm sure cause it's the end of the school year and the sophomores, they've kind of gotten comfortable, right? They're not the freshmen. So they're not freaking out. They're a little bit Yes. But they're yeah. also, they're easy to kind of still like manage. You can kind of really use that stern voice and they're like, Oh shoot, you know, and they'll stop. Um, and they just got, they, most of them just finished testing. So for like our, and I live in Texas. So the state of Texas, we just finished our standardized testing. Tomorrow's actually the last day of testing. And so those kids who have been testing, um, they're now like, I'm done testing. So now it's like a light of, um, a burden has been released. However, you know, the end of the school year still isn't complete yet. Yeah. So there's a little bit of time and then your work is probably going to continue through the summer and things like that, professional development and things like that. You're all, all the things that you have to do to maintain your certification too. So it's always, always it never ends. Right. <laughs> As being a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah. So are you currently looking for work as an instructional designer or maybe like a similar role, like e-learning developer, things like that? What are you looking for right, right now, now that you have your degree or are you looking to stay in the classroom and just enhance that? I'm currently looking. I um, have completed my LinkedIn profile. I just got my professional headshots done yesterday, so <laughs> I'm being awesome. very, I'm being very proactive. I'm extremely excited. Um, I feel like you know this this past year has been 14 years of teaching, and so I feel like I haven't. I love education. I love my students. I just feel like I haven't had this um, sort of excitement in my life professionally and career wise um, since before I became a mom 
eight years ago. And so it's like this new, um, like burning desire and this new like level of excitement. Like when I started school, I was super excited. (laughs) And so now having this like accomplishment, this accolade and being able to, um, prepare myself as best as I can. Um, so I'm doing the LinkedIn profile. I'm getting, um, readjusting, readjusting my, um, my portfolio, to being like better, you know, I know it's good. I've got like compliments on it, but like, I know how much more I want to do with it. And then also inserting, um, my professional pictures once I get them back. So (laughs) I'm excited. That's that's great. So you're looking at really optimizing what you have and between the LinkedIn and your portfolio. That's great because there's a, there's a video by, uh, that's on Delvin Peck's YouTube page. And it's, it's from an instructional designer that went through the boot camp that I shared in one of the classes you took with me. And that was really neat because it's something that brought to mind with me too. I was like, Oh, optimizing your portfolio. That's, that's really good. And so, yeah, I'm great to hear that, that that's going well for you. So have you had a, had a chance to kind of, kind of look at the landscape and see what's out there yet? Or are you just trying to get things in order, get your headshots and things like that? We had a chance to kind of look out, out there and see. I've been looking I've been looking since I started my master's degree, to be honest. Have you? Good. I um I didn't officially like create my LinkedIn profile, but um I'd say within the last month or two, um, I I think if I'm being honest, I think it was this last course. I was like, oh my gosh, like it is getting real. This is actually happening. Like I'm actually going to finish. Like one, I had to wrap my mind around that. Um, and then secondly, I was like, okay, you can't just like sit here with your hands tied and just like wait till you like officially graduate, you know, get everything, get your ducks in a row as fast as you can. Um, Because as a teacher, we have to, I don't say we have to, you, they offer, at least here in the state of Texas, they offer you your contract um, within reasonable time. Ours were just released, um, I think on Monday actually. So on Monday, they release our contracts. They let us all know, Hey, like your contracts are up and it's not just everyone, you know, cause some teachers, they don't invite back. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So they, they sent that out and it's like, okay. And this is where my faith comes in. I have not signed my contract yet. I I'm very much like, I'm, I'm going to be praying and fasting and asking God for like wisdom and direction. Um, because I feel like I can always sign it and I can retract it up until like mid July. Um, but I really feel like I need to just trust. I feel a tug in my heart of just trusting God in this process. I've trust him with just taking the leap of faith and actually <clears throat> doing my master's degree. And I, which I've been wanting to do for well over nine years. And I just finally decided to do it last year. Um, and so for me, it's just this big jump of faith and being able to just trust in God and know that, I know that he's going to give me the desires of my heart and I have to trust him through this process. Cause that's one of the most, I think not, I think, but I know as most of us as believers, it's believing without seeing and believing without knowing what's going to, what we're going to reap back in return. And, um, and so I'm just trying to, I have not signed my contract. I am just like, okay, God, I need, I need to hear you. I need to feel you. I need you to tug at my heartstrings. I need you to I need you to talk to my husband. I need you to speak through him too. And um, just so that we're cohesively as a team, but I have been looking, going back to your question, I have been looking um, 
for over a month and a half now. And um, just seeing a lot of different options that are out there, working for a corporation, working for <clears throat> you know, big businesses. Um, I've seen stuff from like Amazon and Tesla and Apple. And I'm like, okay, those are big. I don't know if I'm ready for something like that big. And then you can see how many applicants are applying for that job. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a sea of 500 people. Like there's no way, like no one's going to see me. Um, and then I see other things like, um, here locally, like where I live or like in surrounding cities. So I'm currently just kind of I've been, I save the jobs that I seem um, interested in. And um, of course, most potentially like I'm qualified for. And so some of them, there's like that gray area of trying to see, okay, does this, do I actually qualify for this? Or is it me in my head building up what I think I have, what I think I've attained and knowing that I have the skills and the tools possible for that job, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's taking that leap of faith, right? And yeah, mm-hmm. putting your trust in the Lord. And, you know, like you said, he's gotten you this far and you got your master's. And yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, that seeing without believing, right? And just, yeah, putting your faith and trust and <laughs> that leap exactly. of faith. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the peace beyond understanding, too, having that peace and just saying, okay, yeah, whatever mm-hmm. comes my way, I know it'll, it'll work out. And yeah, and I would say, even if, even if you don't have all the skills, I think as long as you have a good good set of those, you know, that's, I think that can help you gain that confidence as you go. So that's good. Wow, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> and speaking of like skills, are there any specific areas where you're, you know, you're now that you're done with your master's, where you're continuing to expand your knowledge and your skills in the field? Are there are there some where you really want to hone in a little bit more, or maybe expand out a little bit more as you look for these jobs? Yeah, I still am just kind of, um, I am, I am because now I'm like, okay, what do I do with all this free time? No, don't be, don't be stagnant. Don't just sit here and just wait for something to like fall into your lap because it's not going to always happen that way. And so I've been, um, I still continue to watch a lot of like YouTube tutorials and, um, looking, becoming more, um, understanding of storyline. I've never messed with storyline in articulate, uh, or rise articulate 360, the program that I've used. I'm like, what's the proper way to piece it together, but being able to actually like look at storyline and, um, become more aware of that one because I see it in the job descriptions, um, quite frequently. So what I'm doing is I'm looking at the job descriptions and I'm taking, okay, I know this, this, okay, I don't need that. And I'll jot it down on a post-it or on a journal somewhere. And then I'll do a little bit of, um, uh, like research or like YouTube tutorials on it. Like if I don't have the time to just sit and watch a bit, um, read something, I can at least watch a video while I'm doing something at the same time, but like multitasking. (laughs) So I'm not giving a hundred percent, but trying to, um, focus on those skills or learn them if I can. That's great. Yeah. And maybe you could even do like a free trial of, uh, articulate and then kind of maybe watch the videos alongside it and go, Oh, this is really great. So that's, that's Mm -hmm. good too. Yeah. That's wonderful. I think one thing that helped me when I first got my job, uh, in instructional design, it was actually, actually my second job because my first job, I really didn't get to dig into storyline because we use captivate. So but what was nice is that we got a subscription to LinkedIn Learning. At that time, it was Linda. So it goes to show how things change. But it was LinkedIn, It was Linda at the time and now LinkedIn Learning. But what's nice is we got all the exercise files 
got to download those. And then, so I had two screens and I had Linda and then on one side, and then I had the software on the other. And I was like, okay, how do I do this? Ah, I get it. It makes sense. So that's a really great tool too. So now that it's LinkedIn learning, it hasn't really changed much, just name change more than anything. But yeah, yeah. So there's definitely a lot of great tools out there. So that's great to hear. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Wonderful. It's always good to hear when you're going beyond the degree and you're expanding that out. So that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So final question. This is uh, kind of to wrap up. So what are some tips and advice that you can share with those who are currently in the master's program in instructional design at GCU? I think that one, um, ask for Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) Ask that she teach every single class possible. No, um, I think that um, for me, I am still like, even though I'm a millennial, like I don't feel like I'm super, super old. I am still like a pen and paper kind of person. And so I would one recommend a journal of some type, you know, if you want to jot down your notes, um, the further that you progress in this, in this degree. Um, But advocate for yourself. Um, most importantly, I had one professor, I don't even remember his name. (laughs) And I, I remember getting back an assignment and I was just a little bit like questioning, like, wait, why did I, what? No. And just being able to advocate for yourself, being able to ask questions, like it is okay. Like as a teacher myself, like it is okay for a student to ask me a question if they don't understand why they got the grade that they got, or, oh, maybe I just misinterpreted what you were trying to get across, or, oh, I didn't fully read this section or whatever it may be. But for me, I'm a very big, like self-advocacy person. (laughs) Yes. That's important. Yeah. Being able to, to have that advocacy and being able to stand up for yourself, I think is so important as well. Yes. Yeah. Any other tips you can think of um, that kind of helped you to go from class to class? And because I know it's hard to keep that all in your head and and go, wait, okay, now I'm doing this. But Mm -hmm. it with the master's program, and it was true in mine too, we we built upon things as we went. So it was a culmination. And then the capstone is that culmination at the end. And you're like, all right, now I got to gather all this that I've learned over the last year, year and a half (laughs) and try to do that. I think yeah. Organization. You know, I am, I am an organized person by nature and that's a blessing, but also a curse. Um, I was leaving my classroom today and there was testing and the teacher was like, is that your room? Oh my gosh, you are so organized. I'm like, well, thank you. <laughs> um, but organization for me, organization is key. If I didn't have all my files, like per class, if I didn't write the name of each class, if I didn't say which week I did it in and all sorts of things, like it is piecing it together for me. And so being able to be like, okay, this sounds so familiar. When did I learn, when did I learn, you know, print, um, principles of multimedia? Cause I need to go back. I need to refresh myself. And so I'd go back and I'd find it or being able to search in your drive or Microsoft office or wherever all your files are saved, but being able to have that organization and, um, timers put stuff on your phone, <laughs> like, all the things, um, the way I went into it every single week was, okay, if you want to be done with da, 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 then do your discussion questions on Thursday and then do a post on Friday and then a post on Saturday and then post on Sunday. And then if you feel led to, or want to, and you have time to go back and respond to others then go for it. But 
for me, that's what worked for me was being able to have like a, like a, a systematic routine. I am, I am, I mean, we're creatures of habit. So that was my habit that I had to create for myself. Now I'm like, what do I do with myself Thursday nights when I'm supposed to be posting all my stuff, you know, that I worked on. So yes, I'd say that's true. That organization is so important. Yeah. Being able to do that. And, and going back to like the journaling, that's important too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, being able to journal and then have that organization on top of that. So that way you're not trying to remember everything and go, where, like you said, where did I learn that? I know I learned it somewhere. So it's, it's good to have that <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Because in the capstone, you got to take a previous project and then mm-hmm. having that organization was the key to that. Because if you didn't have that, that would have been hard. You would have been like scrambling, yes. probably trying to figure things out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. And I've talked to other students that have that same you know, very methodical, but that helps. It really gets you in that mindset, like, okay, I'm going to do this on this day. And then that way, you know, everything's done and you're not second guessing yourself, right? At the end. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that another thing that helps is like the, the program in itself, like the degree that, I mean, you're going into this knowing that it's all online. So you have to already be like a well-driven, determined person who is, willing and able to like take actions and steps to make those things happen. Because if they don't, then the only person you can go back, like I tell my students, I'm like, you point that finger right back at yourself because you're only in control of yourself. So if you can't make those, um, those contributions to making sure that you are self like holding yourself accountable to deadlines and due dates and, um, being able to have all that stuff in order, then, you know, you end up failing yourself. No one failed you. You failed yourself. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah, definitely. Onus comes back on us, right? At the very end of of it all. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. It's true. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Anything else, Jesse, that you wanted to, to cover in the last few minutes here or anything that you wanted to kind of share with the students that are coming through and right behind you um, or anything like that? I'd say, as a mom of two children, two very young children who are very active, don't, you know, if you've got kids, don't allow that to be, you know, um, hold you back, you know, allow them to actually be your motivation to push forward and be like, I'm doing this for their future. I'm doing this as an example for them. Um, my daughter said to me, (laughs) I came home from work today and she said, where'd you come from? And I said, I came from work. She's like, I thought you said you finished your master's. I was like, I did. She's like, so then why are you going to work? And I said, I got to work still. Like I got to finish the year. So like, even though it's something super small, just miscommunicate. I mean, she's eight, barely eight. So she doesn't really fully understand all that, but you know, don't allow your circumstances basically like in your life to withhold you from your future. Because if you do, you're, you're missing out on blessings, you're missing out on opportunities and you're missing out on a vision that probably God has bigger and better for you, you know? So don't limit yourself. So true. Yeah. Because when the doubt creeps in, right, we know that's not of the Lord. The Lord doesn't give us confusion and doubt. And that's, Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, that's not, (laughs) not of him. So always good to get that doubt out. And, you know, as they say, the, there's some type of quote out there about, you know, when we don't finish something, we're just leaving it there. And 
You know, it, there was something that this one writer said uh, on Kirk Cameron has a show on Trinity Broadcasting Network called Takeaways. Mm-hmm. And he interviews two people and they're they're both related. And you interviewed this guy about uh, about kind of that subject, about having things that are unfinished. And he's like, you can't put a half finished book on a shelf. You can't have a half, half finished this or that. You have to decide what's holding you back. What are the things that are that are holding you back? And once you answer those, then you can move forward. So that's fantastic Absolutely. that you, you took that leap and you said, okay, I'm just going to do it and get it done. <laughs> Despite yeah. everything around me, I'm going to do it. And so yeah. it's chaos and chaos will ensue. Chaos will continue to be busy. You're, you're going to continue to have, like I, exp- I expressed to you earlier, you know, your, your plate's always going to be full. So even if you take one thing off, something else is going to be replaced with that. So if you continue to allow yourself to build up in your mind, not only just doubt, but like these excuses of like, no, I'll do it later. I'll do it again later. Oh, my kids are too young or, oh, I'm not married yet. Or, oh, I'm not, you know, I don't have enough money, you know, or whatever the case may be. I told my husband, I was like, I don't care that we have to pay back loans. I, I care about my my mental state of mind. I care about my success. I care about wanting to pursue a dream that like has been in my forethought for a long time. I've just, for me, it's been me. I've been like pumping the brakes. I have been my reason of why I don't pursue. Right. Yeah. Cause you don't want to look back 10 more years or go 10 more years and then look back in the rearview mirror. Right. And say, I wish I would have done that 10 years ago. (laughs) Right. Uh, Can't take back the time. Nope. So, Mm -mm. So true. Great. Well, thank you so much, Jesse, for taking the time to interview with me. And and I think this will help a lot of students. I'm hoping to have more interviews as we as I grow this podcast. And I'll definitely send you the link to my page and everything. I'll have more up there. So very exciting. So if you ever want to awesome. come back and I would love to interview you again, maybe once you get your first job and I can say, Hey, let's, let's do another interview <laughs> and yes, find out I'm what you love about it and everything. Yeah. That's exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I'd love to have you back. Well, thank you for having me. I can't wait to hopefully come back and be like, Hey, this is what happens when you put all into it, you know? <laughs> right. And then we can do, this is the before and we can do the after and we can Absolutely. you know, see how far you've come. So that's great. Awesome. Thank you, Jesse. Well, thank I appreciate you for having it. Me. Anytime. Thank you. Okay. All done. (laughs) That was great. Thank you for taking some time to listen to this podcast episode today. Please take a moment to like the episode and share it with others so they can learn about this topic as well. Have a great day.